Hey everybody, it's Charity Gibson coming to you today with the uh, second episode in this brand new podcast called The Badass Women of Promo. So I have today with me Taylor Borst from American Solutions for Business. Yay, Taylor, thanks for being Hi. on today. <laughs> oh, thanks for having me. I feel so honored to be the second guest on this. I am so excited that you are the second guest on this, and um, <laughs> it's definitely worthy of the recognition. Uh, we just met. I don't know, I guess within the last year is kind of where that. Yeah, I think so. Okay, very cool. Yeah, I'm like, I think yeah. it's been about a year. I don't, time goes so quickly. It might've been like 10 years ago now. I'm I like, know. <laughs> and it's kind of, it's kind of crazy because I reached out to you because I listened to you on a podcast and was like, hey, I loved you on this podcast. And then, um, yeah, and then we happened to be at, I think it was Women's Leadership Conference. Um, yeah, with PPAI. And that was like just around the corner, so. Yeah. So, oh, you're right. That was, it was exactly yeah. almost a year ago. It's like, I know you from Facebook. I so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's how everyone in this industry is. Yeah. Right. Think like, do I know you in real life or over social? Yeah, we know like our maiden name in the middle. We know about our dogs and our cats right. and our kids. <laughs> like, that's just how. Right. Super fun. Well, I want to yeah. just um, get this started. I know I sent you a couple of questions just to kind of talk a little bit about who you are and how you got here. So that's my very first question for you is obviously I know that you are a badass Mona promo, but I want the world to also meet you and know you for that. So um, who are you, Taylor Borst? Where did you come from before promo and what brought you here? Sure. Oh my gosh. That's a great question. And I feel like everyone in this industry has a different answer for it. Um, a lot of it is, you know, people have family ties. But uh, for me, I actually had no idea that this industry really existed in the way that um, you and I know it exists today. Uh, I found uh, the promo industry completely by accident without, without going like too deep into uh, this story. Um, I was, I was uh, basically in my senior year of college at the University of Wisconsin Scout, um, which is about an hour east of uh, the Twin Cities. Um, I was planning on moving kind of out west in the California area where my now husband lives, um, but he actually ended up getting a job offer around Sox Center. Uh, so anyone familiar with Minnesota knows that it's directly in the middle of the state. Uh, so I was kind of panicking. I'm like, I have no, no idea what I'm going to do in central Minnesota. Like I, you know, I had no idea where I was going to end up. So what I did is uh, I pretty much just went online and went to all of the Chamber of Commerce websites in like a 30 mile radius of where his job would be. And then I reached out to applicable companies with like personalized emails, like attached to my resume. I'm like, please hire me. Like, <laughs> you know, these are my qualifications. This is what I'm passionate about. Uh, so I have a degree um, from the University of Wisconsin Scout in uh, communications and uh, emerging media and with an emphasis in uh, this is very long-winded, <laughs> but <laughs> emphasis in marketing and uh, journalism. So, you know, I, I've always known that I wanted to uh, be involved in marketing communications and just working with people. Like, I've, I've kind of understood that that's something that I was looking for. Uh, and in college, I tried to be as involved as I possibly could. So, um, I was VP of communications for our local chapter of the American Marketing Association, uh, I worked for the university as a writing tutor, and then I volunteered to teach ESL students as well. 
Uh, and then on top of that, I was our marketing manager and then a writer for our university newspaper. So even just looking back, uh, you know, I, I think about all of the things that I had no idea that I was really what I was preparing myself for. But in hindsight, I was making those preparations for something that perfectly aligns with what I'm able to do today at this at this position. So, um, you know, it's kind of equal amount hard work and equal amount luck. Um, to found to found American and and this industry. I don't think it's luck, girl. I'm like I'm hearing all of the things that you're saying. I'm like, wow. All right, oh. I need to, I need to catch up. And I'm like, I think I'm like ten years older than you. I'm like I'm so oh my far gosh. behind at life. Um, but that's awesome. No, so I love thanks. and your degree is so hilarious. And you're like, it's long winded. I feel the same way about mine. I actually. <laughs> Um, a lot of people don't know, I started at University of Arizona as an IT major. So, um, I, Are you serious? Yeah, computer information systems and um, oh my gosh. this huge like, line of programming and in the middle of all of it, there was a parse error. So like one little teeny tiny semicolon was out of place somewhere and I couldn't find it. I'm like, forget this. You know what? I'm done. I'm out. And I switched <laughs> my major to uh, marketing and business management with an international marketing minor and uh, an emphasis on Japanese language and Asian humanities. Oh my god, it's like, like super long. Story. So you get it? <laughs> I totally get it. I'm like, yeah. Um, so that's super fun, and I love that you have the communications and the journalism. I think a lot of people in our industry. I wish um, I probably would have taken more classes on that, but that's super fun. It makes a lot of sense now uh, why you are such a standout personality. Like you're just not afraid to put yourself out there. You were just preparing this whole time to be a badass. Who knew? Sherry, <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that my head is going to be too big to fit outside the door by the time we're done with this podcast. <laughs> but it's all <laughs> totally warranted. Come on now. You're deserving. So oh, it's so, so fun. Sweet. And I feel like yeah. it like, came out of nowhere. It's so fun. And, and not only are you a female, and a badass, but I love, I think that there's an aspect of our industry. Obviously, I think women are underrepresented in the influencer arena, so it's fun to see you coming up in that, but I also think that younger generations of promo professionals are kind of um, not only underrepresented, but missing, and I think that the energy that you bring to the table, um, I, I just hope that other people in, you know, marketing communications or, you know, advertising, that they maybe we'll start to hear about our industry a little bit more through the initiatives that PPAI is pushing and just through what our distributors are doing um, and hopefully bring some of that vitality and youth and energy um, back in at the ground floor. So it's cool. Yeah. Cool. And hopefully, I mean, I've, I feel like just even since starting at American like four years ago, um, I, I mean, I was certainly one of the youngest hires um but since then i feel like even within our company itself i've noticed more and more young people um you know entering our company which is so exciting and then um just the industry in general uh, i feel like you know you tend to cling to people who share your same values or struggles um so so one thing too um i'm a currently a, a committee work group member for uh ppai spark so that's been an exciting uh, organization and just a good group to, um, you know, help find kind of who, who you can identify with in the industry. And it's not so much um, that you have to necessarily be young, but it's the young mindset of being uh, adaptable, creative, uh, willing to accept other ideas uh, and, and, you know, not, 
not turn down opportunities or ideas just because it's not the way that it was always done before. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I love, mm-hmm. I'm on the, the upper end of the age group for spark. Um, but the events are really fun. I actually was really encouraged this last, um, spark event in Vegas. It's really funny because I, I don't know, usually not that I know everybody, but there's a large number of people that I know. And I walked into this event. I'm like, I don't know anybody. Like it was kind of a really <laughs> fun and exciting time because there were just faces that were not familiar and it was a cool opportunity to walk up and shake new hands and it just got me excited for like new ideas hopefully that'll be infused yeah for sure so I'm gonna look at my phone because I have my notes on my phone I do want to ask you this next (laughs) question I'm sorry, I have to read it. At least I don't have bifocals yet. I'm sure they're coming. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I just had a birthday, so I'm like feeling my age. Um, so I have this podcast obviously centered around spotlighting um, badass women in this industry, but um, also empowering those that have something awesome to say and sharing their ideas and their voice. So what advice do you have? Obviously you grew up with this firm foundation and a lot of confidence and you put yourself in a position to um, you know, foster that and to, to be facing forward and to just march into situations and, and kind of take a leadership role, not in a bad way at all, but like, just you're there and you arrive and you're like, I'm here and let's do it. And you're fun and your sunshine and your energy. But what advice do you have for someone, um, someone listening that maybe might not be as bold as maybe you and I might be? Um, what is something that maybe mm-hmm. that they can do if they're scared to put themselves out there? How do you, what advice would you have for them to just get started? and being a little bit more bold and making their voice more heard. Sure. Well, I think that it, when it comes down to speaking in front of people, being confident, that sort of thing, I think that it's a combination of personality and practice. Um, something that I kind of remind myself of a lot um, is when, when I was a kid, I was so shy. And I think that deep down, that's my, that might even be my true nature. Um, But over the years, I've made conscious efforts to just get over it. Um, And a lot of that just comes from putting yourself out there in in small ways and then looking back and realizing if I can do that, then I can do this and this and this. And it just kind of grows. I think that sometimes people look at confidence or or success as something that, you know, you're you're making like this huge, huge um, gesture or life decision when really a lot of the time it ends up just being tiny decisions compiled uh, and it's easy for somebody from the outside to look at another person's career or um, their goals and say, you know, how can you do that? But really it's, it's these tiny movements. Uh, And, you know, I'm not sure at what point um, this really sunk in for me, but, but something that I constantly tell myself when I get like scared or nervous about something is that when I'm when I'm offered the um, the opportunity to either act or stay silent, taking either one of those actions is a risk. So speaking up, you are taking a risk of maybe being rejected or laughed at, but staying quiet, you're taking just as big of a risk doing that. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. that that you know that opens you up to being walked over, being forgotten, um, being you know, maybe not considered for certain opportunities. And so I, I, you know, I constantly remind myself of that as well. If I, you know, if I do get nervous or shy or think that I'm not good enough, um, 
yeah, you know, your risk of, of taking an action is no bigger than your risk of inaction. So for me, that's a really big comfort. Uh, and, and I think that if more people, you know, just took some time to remind themselves of that, they might, um, you know, get rid of some nerves. Yeah. And it doesn't have to start with some, like you said, it's not some huge, massive, gigantic action. It doesn't have to be something like starting a whole brand new podcast or putting yourself out there, you know, to speak at PPAI. But, you know, if you have a passion to do something, it could be maybe just starting, you know, a a meeting or a mastermind group with a couple of people or, you know, anything like that. And actually the, so the first guest, Mm -hmm. um, that you haven't heard about yet, but it was, um, Kate Plummer from Claremont. And when we were recording, we were talking about all of the work that goes into becoming, who we are now. Um, and so many people don't see all of the things that it took and all of the layers upon layers of hard work that it takes to get to the mountaintop kind of a thing. So we didn't say it exactly like that, but that kind of is what it amounts to. And I love that piece of mentorship and advice that, um, you just gave. So very cool. I love, absolutely love that. Well, thanks. Kate is I honestly, she, if I can be Kate when I grow up, that would be, uh, (laughs) that would be a really um, amazing thing. I, I've known her for a few years as well. And I know that she is also a fellow distributor, but I mean, she's, she's amazing. Like she, she is running her company. She, she takes the time to actually care about other people and, and ask questions and be thoughtful um, so I can't, I can't wait to listen to that podcast. Very cool. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Kate and Kate being a badass. I guess that brings, you know, our next question is if you had to, um, knowing the pool that we're talking about here, nominate one person as a badass woman of promo, uh, who would you pick and why? So this is one of the questions that I had a hard time with because I don't know if I can single out a certain woman in our industry um, because we have so many incredible women. Yeah. And I know that's a complete good problem. That's a complete cop out. <laughs> no, it's no, a complete it's good. Cop out. <laughs> okay. But, but I, I think that it also says another thing to, to the nature of, of being a woman and how we tend to work. Um, I know that there's been countless studies done that show that women tend to work better collaboratively. Um, and, you know, just in, in certain conversations that you and I have even had, you know, we've talked about our comfort level with, with other women and, you know, everybody kind of has a little bit of a different perspective. And for me, something, um, you know, I'm thinking back to the first time that I went to like our women's leadership conference. And um, I, I think I was a little intimidated at first, but what I yeah. found is that once you break through you know, maybe some people have like a facade. Um, once you break through that, you realize how much we all really have in common when it comes to being working professionals, um, how we interact with our families, what our responsibilities are. Um, and the act of being collaborative with other women in this industry is also another huge source of confidence for me. Um, I feel like I have this network of people who who understand what I'm going through because maybe um, they're going through it right now or they were going through it 10 years ago or 20 years ago. Um, So, you know, there's this wealth of knowledge um, that I can always fall back onto. And, you know, not to, not to pivot this either. 
I also want to, you know, we're talking about powerful women in this industry or, you know, becoming empowered. I think that, you know, women's empowerment and the feminist movement shouldn't be something that's only for women. Right. Um, it shouldn't be a discussion that only happens within groups of women either. Um, you know, I've had incredible, strong, supportive men in my life who, without them, I would never be here. You know, you, just think about, um, you know, like for me, uh, my dad was the first strong, um, kind man in my life. You know, my now husband, he is so supportive. I, I know that I can do and say you know, anything and just be honest with him. And he, you know, probably to his fault, he'll love me anyway. Um, <laughs> I know how that goes. But, <laughs> but um, you know, and, and on a professional level, you know, I work for a company. Um, I'm actually in Justin Zavadil's office right now. He let me, he let <laughs> so me use fun. it for this. He, you know, he's given me a lot people. of opportunities. He's, yeah. he's, he's always smiling. Like he just is like, you just want to like, like he's like sunshine all the time. It's just big, bright smile. <laughs> You're so awesome. Anyway, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. Don't, don't let him know that I'm saying anything nice about him right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, but you know, he, he really threw my name into the hat for a lot of, a lot of opportunities that I never really asked for. Um, but I'm so thankful. And then, you know, my first, my first boss, um, well, I guess he was my first like VP at our company, uh, Wayne Martin. And then now Dana Zezzo, he is my boss. Um, and so, you know, I, I've had a lot of strong, powerful men in this industry who have, have given me um, a voice and confidence that, yeah. that I don't know if I would have gotten somewhere else. And so for that, I'm very thankful. And then, um, you know, I, I'm thinking back to, I know, um, I don't know if you got the chance to meet Amy Spahala. She was actually my first boss um, at American Solutions for Business, and she attended last year's um, Women's Leadership Conference. But she, you know, she has been an incredible person to work with. And, and I just, I look up to her so much, and I've learned so much from her, too. So I, I feel like sometimes I just have to stop and think about how grateful I am for the people around me. Uh, because I mean, this sounds a little cheesy, but you, you know, you are the person that you surround yourself with. Absolutely. And so, um, so yeah, so I just, I mean, okay. Tangent over. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You talk just like me. I started doing that five minutes with charity podcast. It was like 26 minutes. <laughs> like, well, you know, I had a lot to say, but I, I agree with you. I think, um, I love that we don't, it's not like anyone. And that's why I'm excited for this podcast because I don't think we'll ever run out of content. Um, there are people that are never in the spotlight that are, um, bringing so much to these different companies. And, um, I mm -hmm. love what you said about, powerful, kind men that, I mean, it's, it's not about, you know, gender at that point either. It's about mentorship and skill sets and mm -hmm. recognizing um, abilities in people and putting that hand back and really paying it forward. If you find success um, somewhere, bringing other people and helping them find success too. And in my life, um, I can think of right now, my brother-in-law, in fact, he is probably one of the people that I look up to. My dad, 
you know, he supported me. There's some other things there. When I was a kid, obviously, a lot of people know my story and I was abused, but that was 1% of who he was. The uh, 99 other percent of who he was was this encouraging person that anything I drew, he put it on a t-shirt and <laughs> hung it on a wall. And um, but, but somebody that was maybe all the way positive in, in influencing me was my brother-in-law, my sister's husband. He is an entrepreneur. He started a company. He has grown that company to the point where he just recently sold it. And I'm so proud of him continues to work there. And now he's to the point where he can pour um, what he has built into other people. And so, um, and in the industry, obviously, uh, Mark Graham was one of the big influencers in my life mm -hmm. who picked me out of a crowd and asked me to join Promo Kitchen to use my skill set there. And the byproduct of Promo Kitchen, obviously, we don't use Promo Kitchen for self-gain. And the whole thing is we're just there to volunteer and really elevate the industry. But um, it was awesome to be able to be in that group of people and then be connected and um, be friends with and have that be my circle of people. So I completely understand and agree with you that the men, um, and that's exactly the, the purpose of this podcast, again, not to denigrate men in any way, but just to shine a spotlight mm -hmm. on um, badass pro women. And the, I think that um, I even want to you mentioned Dana Zezzo. We we're talking about badass women of promo and like future guests mm -hmm. have. And I think like Shelly, I'm like, she is a badass woman of promo because you know what? She has she to is. put up with Dana's crap. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dana. You obviously we've known, I, it's been like over a decade now that we've been friends. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I love that. There are so many wonderful, amazing people in this industry, men, women, youth, older people as well. Just su such an exciting time to be here in, in this mm -hmm. world right now. So very cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, I won't keep you any longer, Taylor. I um, just really appreciate you being here and being guest number two on the Badass Women of Promo podcast. <laughs> uh, looking forward to publishing this in a couple weeks and um, hope to have you on again soon. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been, this has been fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Thank you. Have a great day, everybody. And we'll see you again soon. Just to remind you, Bye. you can find the Badass Women of Promo podcast on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and hopefully Common Skew very, very soon. Uh, Facebook, if you have any questions or you want to nominate a Badass Women of Promo, please visit badasswomenofpromo.com. Thanks and have a wonderful day.